The old Alberta advantage is showing up when it comes to uh, booze and BC. And liquor retailers in British Columbia are, well, rightfully concerned. There is a remarkable, remarkable difference in the price of booze on our side of the Rockies. It's way cheaper, like substantially. Here's an example. Wild Common Still Strength Tequila, which I've never heard of. In Alberta right now, you can get it on sale for 125 bucks a bottle, okay? You go to BC, it's $250. Maybe you're a wine drinker. There's a, a Malbec made by a winery that I can't pronounce, but uh, it's $13 a bottle in Alberta and 22 in BC. And there's all kinds of examples like that. There's tons. Um, so much, though, so that people in BC have actually started shopping at Alberta stores online, which... It's not legal completely. Uh, there's some rules around that. And, of course, retailers in B.C. want it to stop. They're saying, well, wait a minute, we're we're losing out here on a massive amount of revenue. So is the province of B.C. So let's find out what's going on because it's an interesting story. We're going to chat with Jeff Gennard, who is the executive director of the Alliance of Beverage Licenses in British Columbia. Jeff, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's a really, I mean, it was news to me. So just bring us up to speed. What, what's going on here? Is it, is it retailers? Is it individuals? Is it bootleggers? What's happening here? Yeah, so it, it's, um, it's an interesting consequence of how every province in Canada does alcohol regulation and taxation a little bit differently. So there's a number of customers that are looking for high-end products in particular, and that's really the majority of the products we're talking about. You see this differential on them. So in Alberta, you've got what's called a flat tax system. So the provincial government, you know, has a you know markups in the back end, so they make their money off of that. Same as in BC, uh, but ours is kind of a graduated system. So what it means is the more expensive products get more expensive in BC, where in Alberta they have kind of the same markup level on them. So at the end of the day. Um, you know, one of my favorite uh, whiskeys is $110 in um, uh, the store that I buy from it in Alberta, but I could go online and buy it for $72 as a consumer uh, in Alberta. Okay. So Albertans are doing nothing wrong when they're purchasing those. Uh, the challenge is you're not really supposed to import alcohol across the borders as a consumer. Uh, and this is only just happening with consumers. I mean, the uh, if you're a, a pub or a restaurant or a bar or something like that, there you have different legal ways that you're supposed to source alcohol from. But um, for an individual consumer, at some of those price points, it's significant. And we're seeing every week more consumers in that price point seem to be purchasing and ordering from Alberta and shipping them into BC. Okay, so yeah, all right. So it's not some sort of gray market that's emerged in, in bars in the lower mainland or being supplied out of a, a liquor store in Edmonton. Gotcha. Um, and is it no? All, we're, we're not seeing that. Is it no. primarily higher end liquor, like you say, where the markup gets a, a more yeah. dramatic uh, in BC versus Alberta? It's the higher end. Predominantly, yeah. Now, there's some products uh, in the lower end too, depending on you know what goes on there. But yeah, it's it's really the high end products and. So some liquor stores in BC, uh, they, they cater to sort of high and you know clients and they have sure, premium yeah. wines, premium tequilas and spirits. Yeah. Those are the ones that are seeing their sales uh, disappear to Alberta because customers, you know, if you're the kind of person who's buying a thousand dollar bottle of, of whiskey, it's one of the rarest, most exclusive whiskeys in the planet uh, in Alberta. That one could end up being hundreds of dollars cheaper. So you can see what a consumer is going to yeah. do. Um, if you're in, into the price point, the one I was talking about of like $110 and you see it for $75, that seems like a great deal until you add in the shipping charge because alcohol is pretty heavy as it goes yep. uh, you know, through the mail. So that can end up costing you $30. So the saving isn't this significant. Um, I was also in Fernie yesterday, which is right along the um, PC Alberta border. And they're concerned, though, that you know, some Albertans, it's it's really close, right? And some British Columbians might choose to go back and forth across the border. To be clear, that is illegal, although it's it's a bit of a, a stupid 
reason to be illegal. If you think about it, you can transport a whole bunch of other goods across the border. We're all one country, so it wouldn't seem to make sense. But that's a rule that was has been in place for a while that, uh, you know, at some point we'll come to some water changes on that. But in the interim, we're really looking at the high-end market for the most part. And, you know, one of the frustrations on the retailer side is liquor retailers, the same as the hospitality industry and others, we're still trying to recover from the pandemic um, and additional wage costs and labor costs and inflationary pressures in BC. So you can understand where consumers are coming from sure. and the concerns of those businesses that are losing them. What? What? So what's the ask here? Because you, like you say, I mean, it is illegal technically, but nobody seems to care. Yeah. Is that one of the things, uh, speaking with the liquor control boards in both provinces uh, and saying, hey, let's pay attention to this? Well, there's a couple issues with that. So first off, if you are... Uh, you know, a regulator in Alberta, in British Columbia. Uh, first off, this is not Alberta's problem, right? You guys are doing nothing wrong. Albertan consumers are doing everything they're supposed to do. Uh, but if you're the regulator, you know, the person is purchasing it as a customer. They don't have a liquor license, so you're not, they didn't commit a crime in that way. And you know, unless you're going to be tracking people's purchases or getting Alberta to report when you're sending something outside the province, it's, it's quite difficult to track this activity. Right, and you can't pull everybody over when they cross and open up their trunks and demand to see the receipts if they have a case of beer. That, that's just not practical. Um, the real problem is the markups are so different between the provinces. And at the end of the day, the province of British Columbia makes over a billion dollars a year a profit off of alcohol. So they're they're unlikely to make a change to the markup structure. But I think we have to put it all into context and say. What we're really looking at here is it's a very small percentage of consumers who are incented to do this. I mean, I get the, the price points and why they would be incented to. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're losing some money, but we're probably losing millions of dollars in a multi-billion dollar industry. So um, it's difficult to come up with a, a solution for that, except to kind of talk about the problem and have the government of Alberta and British Columbia get together and see if they want to address it. Yeah, I mean, like you say, it, it's sort of incumbent on BC. Like Alberta, sort of. Well, this is this is what we do. You know, sorry for your luck. It's it's on your end exactly. to try and fix it, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and there's no great incentive for the Alberta government. Right. I would yeah. assume they're they're making their tax revenue and everything. And uh, you know, consumers uh, are doing what they feel like they need to do, particularly when everyone's got yeah. you know inflationary pressures right now. And Alberta retailers aren't going to follow the bottle home to know where you're taking it. But it does get to get to a strange issue on the legal side. If a customer drives up from Texas, you can ship a case of wine from a store or from an Alberta you know, manufacturer directly to that place in Texas. But if it comes from BC, it's technically illegal for us to do that. So that doesn't seem fair, despite this issue with the markups. Um, but again, we're, from a practical perspective, we're really just talking about those high-end consumers. Uh, and that's probably not a priority for other governments right now if people can afford to purchase that amount of alcohol. Interesting. I had no idea this was going on, but I mean, you're right. Not only are you, uh, as the retailers, losing revenue, so is the government. I mean, the BC government, it's, it's not probably going to affect the bottom line, but that is tax revenue that's going to the Alberta government instead of the BC government. Yeah, and, you know, our province, just like British Columbia, or just like Alberta, has a whole bunch of other priorities that they need to yeah. invest in, healthcare yeah. and, you know, affordable housing and, you know, a whole kinds of other issues. You know, but I look at, you know, your question earlier asking about sort of the pubs and, and the hospitality industry, if they're incented to purchase them. I know that it frustrates them when they look at the price differences, because sometimes those prices are being sold to a retail customer cheaper than a pub or a bar in British Columbia could purchase it from wholesale. Um, the BC government did take some steps to try and fix that a little bit a few years ago amidst, amidst the pandemic, and they introduced wholesale pricing for our hospitality businesses in addition to uh, the existing wholesale structure for um, for retailers. So what it means is they're purchasing at about you know twenty percent less than they were prior to the pandemic. So that's helped correct some of this already. 
um, and particularly in sort of the the normal price products and those core products you know, that you would you'd see people purchasing every day. Um, and because of that, there's also when you look through the markup structure, there's a whole bunch of products that are the same prices. Um, you know, particularly anything that's fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty dollars in that range. That's all pretty pretty much the same. Uh, and in some cases, we do have things that are cheaper in British Columbia if there's a, a promotional yeah, sure. going on. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, we're the wholesale pricing helped immensely. And, and I look at the hospitality industry. I mean, part of the reason they look and say, "Well, if it's so much cheaper, I wish I could purchase it." Is fifty percent of the hospitality industry across Canada, BC, Alberta, Ontario, are not making money right now, and they're still trying to recover from the pandemic. So. It's more of a, a frustration on their side as they're trying to write the ship of their businesses than it is a, a practical threat. Yeah, no kidding. It sure is. Jeff, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you being with us.